Welcome, empowered empaths, to the Power of Healing Your Energy show. This show is all about your unconditional love, your light, your intuition, your soul's purpose. And depression and anxiety are a side effect of not living intuitively, not trusting your gut, the lost connections with your higher self and others. Your soul's purpose is here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. This is Season 2, Episode 17. Happy New Year. Happy 2021 to everyone. And we are talking all about the energy of money. And yes, I've talked about this before. <laughs> money is energy. So we're asking, do finances make you cringe? When you think about numbers, do you have attachments and patterns with money as well? I know I did. What about manifestation? That one gets thrown around a lot. Law of attraction, the secret. Is it really a secret? Is it something you do? Now, when you think about manifesting, is it something you do in order to get external things? We're talking about all of that and more. And my beautiful guest, all the way from Big Fork, Montana, she is Donna Campbell. She's considered a mind whisperer. And she has over 25 years of combined experience. And I'm just going to bring her on now because I don't want to talk too much. I, I want to let her talk, do the talking because she has so much experience. Welcome. Thank you uh, for coming on. So happy you're here. Happy 2021. Thank you, Christine, for having me and on your podcast. It's a pleasure. And yes, Thankfully, it is 2021. New energy, new excitement. Freedom is on its way. It absolutely is. So tell me more, I guess, a little bit about yourself. How, because, you know, mm -hmm. I looked and, and it looks like you've, you have a couple degrees, mm -hmm. um, finance and marketing. So how did you make that transition? How did you, when did you decide to say, hey, this is what I'm going to do now? You know, I was in the financial services world and I was a managing principal for an investment firm. And one of the things that I discovered when I was going through was that when we were investing clients money, yes, we took into consideration their goals, what they wanted, but there were so many external factors that we weren't able to, to have and to use things that were beyond our control, like the stock market, um, Wall Street held out work, mutual fund managers, their stock picks that they were going into the mutual funds, things like 9-11 happened. Mm. They closed the stock market. We had no, nobody had any control over that. And so clients' investments really took a shift in a pattern. What was happening for me was that I was encompassing all of that internal stress inside of me and my health took a toll. So the last couple of years that I was a financial advisor, I was not in the best health. And I ended up in the hospital, not being able to digest food because of everything coming inside of me. So that was my first wake up call 
the the health not working it for me. And then when I came out of that um, and you know, woke up, I realized my marriage wasn't what I thought it was. And that was my second wake up call. It was not in alignment with who I was um, and what I wanted to be and what I wanted to create. So the marriage dissipated. And then from there, I moved to an ashram, which was a spiritual living community. I started studying meditation because I realized these, these things had me in common. So I wanted to undercover what that was. And during that process, I left the financial services world and really just started studying with the masters. And when I left the ashram, the community, to come back out to the world, I was unemployable in the financial services world because it was the global recession. So then I became financially devastated, two mm -hmm. small children, being a single parent, filing bankruptcy, going on welfare, food stamps, you name it. I was there, rock bottom. So that was my third wake up call. So then I decided to start implementing the things that I had learned. And I went back to my natural healing abilities and put myself in alignment with what I was meant to do. Wow, um, gosh. So many, so many, you know, what a mountain you had to climb. <laughs> so many things hitting you all at the same time, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, bless your heart for, for being so open and sharing that. Because um, I feel that this is, you know, going to resonate with someone or quite a few that would be like, wow, she went through all of that. And look at her now. Mm -hmm. Look at her it's now. all changeable. And it's all fluid and you really can get living on purpose, doing what you're meant to be doing. All of those things, all of my wake up calls was over a period of three to four years. Mm -hmm. And um, three to four years, but did you, uh, for some reason, uh, we all get red flags or we all get things mm -hmm. along the way that we probably didn't notice until it hit us all at the same time. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Okay, so absolutely, and you're, you're right. not alone, guys. That's basically what I'm saying. That's exactly what happened to me. And those things that um, those wake up calls, all the little red flags, the things we didn't notice, was all of the energy of what is in our subconscious, all the stuff that's hidden from us. Because throughout our life, we have events, and then we tie emotional components to those events, and then they play out on autopilot. 90% of the time, we're only aware of what's going on about 10%. So that's why we don't notice always those little red flags because they're hidden to us until we have the big moment of, oh, how did I get here? Help. <laughs> and that's when it comes into the conscious awareness. Yeah. As my mentor would say, the spiritual two by four to the head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just want to recognize everyone if you're here watching us live thank you so much for being here I so appreciate you please say hello share this with your friends if you're on the replay say hello if you have any questions for Donna please feel free to ask um, so we're just I'm just going to segue um, something very exciting for you is is your new book talk about mm -hmm. your book Yes, the book is called Financially Fit. And what it does is it brings together the energy world of money with the and, and finance and the energy world of who you are as an energy being and who you are as a, as a body of energy. And it's that in-between part where the two overlap. Because you mentioned the secret in your introduction. The secret says our thoughts create our reality. It's the law of attraction. It's how it works. 
Well, your thought will only come into an existence maybe 30 or 40 percent of the time. How do we get the thoughts, the good thoughts, to come into existence 100% of the time? And what we do is we uncover and find the emotional energy or fuel that's giving that we're giving to the thought. And if it's a vibration that we don't want to offer, like frustration, um, stress, anger, we can pivot and shift and change that to a higher vibration, um, acceptance, um, acknowledgement, pride, anything that's of a higher vibration, happiness. And then from there, you can start creating on purpose. So when we make a shift and change in one area of our life, health, wealth, or relationships, it affects and changes all areas of our life because we shifted and changed the fuel behind the thoughts. Mm -hmm. And then from there, we get to move forward. So financially fit, talks a little bit about the process, but the things that you can do to shift and change the energy behind your thoughts to start creating on purpose. So that's the, the summary of it. It's about living the secrets to the, an abundant and prosperous life. So this is all the feminine subconscious stuff underneath what we consciously do to create money. Yes. And I love it because I, well, obviously we're here for many reasons, but I feel that we are finally coming into re fully realizing who we are at a soul level. And we're ready to receive this, yes. with the feminine aspects that have been buried mm -hmm. or shamed or guilted or what, or trauma or whatever it was, whatever it is, it's different for everyone, but Mm -hmm. um, all of us combined, we're all coming out of that um, collective dark night of the soul. And I love your principles as well. Very similar, you know, 360 degree healing. Mm -hmm. You talk about that on your website. Yes. Yes, I do. One of the things I discovered um, when I was realizing that there was a pattern between money and finances with people and who they wanted to be as a divine essence when I was discovering those words and the universe doesn't understand the difference between the words, they only reads the vibration of the words. So when we say we want to, you know, feel worthy of something, if you're talking about money, it's what is my net worth? If you want to feel appreciated, you know, how much did my portfolio appreciate and how you feel about those words when you say and speak them is the code, the energy world, the vibrational world is reading. It doesn't matter if it's talking about, your money supply or who you are. So when I sat with that, when, when I realized all of my clients internationally either wanted better health, increased wealth, or enhanced relationships, I sat with that and went, what are they really asking? And it's about creating this life of happiness, prosperity, and love in the way that you want to do it for you. Yes, uh, a unique approach, not a, um, a ego external outside of me approach or what every society wants or I think I should be doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I understand that because a lot of the the language usually comes from past experiences, family. Mm -hmm. I, I get it, right? Um, and I, I, I tell my clients all the time, this is a bill. You don't go, oh, I have to pay this. I go, I get to pay this. Thank yeah. you so much. Mm -hmm. What a, it's a, is that what you're talking about? The big shift and the language part of it. Absolutely. Because it's through that in offering the gratitude and blessing from that point of view, rather than seen as a lack um, from our lack, 
bucket, for example, um, when we start blessing, we offer a vibration to bring in more. And money is designed to be fluid. So there's inflows and outflows. And how it works with the energy body is if we think money replaced our divine essence, then every time we receive money, we're happy, excited, and exuberant because money came in. But if money was your energy and you spent it, it would deplete you as an energy being because you're going to start feeling that lack because you don't have the outside resources to fund through what you want. But if you realize that your divine essence is your essence, nothing on the outside can take that from you. And it's true, pure, divine happiness, a universal force of love, energy, as Albert Einstein explains it, and realize that if you operate from that, the inflows and outflows don't matter a whole lot. And when we receive money, we can bring it in, we can bless it, we can send it out. And it's just an exchange of energy outside. But you're always whole complete exactly the way that you are in that love that love that whole complete exactly the way you are the way god created you yes. you we are already perfect forgot. yeah we just forgot whoops no <laughs> try again try again yeah. i love that thank you mm -hmm. so much um anyone out there have any questions about money how do you feel about money how you know just i i know it brings sometimes it brings up good and not so good depending or what are you struggling with i guess money wise or um in in 2021 um i i've been seeing a lot i mean i know you work in this in this realm but especially before january 1st it just seemed like we were flooded with messages about um, manifest this and manifest that and and be your most abundant new you new year how what are your thoughts on that you know, that's always the message at the end of every year because we're moving into the next year and it signifies um, like a passage or a turning of rights. I celebrate at various times throughout the year with manifesting and creating, not just at the new year time. So my seasons to how I create are a little bit different. So the last half of 2020, when we were moving from fall into winter, that's kind of like my spring and where I start building. So when I go into 2021 or into the next year, it's already it's already there. It's planned. It's laid out and going. I also do the same manifesting and creating techniques at the Chinese New Year because people are still doing that. And you can use the collective consciousness. But now my the beginning of my year really starts for me in October. But shifting from one year to the next, that's a social conditioned mindset of the new you, the new everything for 2021, because it's a time on the, a linear time on a calendar. But time is also fluid. And so if we didn't have the calendar and if we didn't have a clock to tell us when to show up for our appointments, it would just be continuous. And you would just have the seasonal repetitions, day, night, and they turn into the weeks and they turn into the seasons. and turns into the years so it's a very fluid process as well it does set the hope and the anticipation of moving forward and moving into a new energy and if the collective consciousness that conditioned mindset is strong enough it can overpower and you can move forward abundantly using that energy as well ah hello looks like we had a bit of an interruption which does happen my apologies. Um, yeah, when you're <laughs> out on the island, sometimes, guys, that's just the way it goes. We all know about that. works. 
So yeah, you were talking about the three month quarter and I'm, I'm writing this down because I'm like, this is great. I love you, you put it into smaller bites so it's not yes. so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yes. And your seasons don't have to line up with the actual season outside of you. So if you look at your spring as your building time, your summer is your time where you are fulfilling everything, your fall is your harvest time, and then winter is where you get to rest. It doesn't have to line up with the actual calendar. I'm usually a quarter ahead. Nice. No, and and, and that's great for planning too. I, mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Absolutely. So that gave that gave, I don't know about you guys, but I thought that was a great uh, idea that I'd like to implement. So <laughs> thank you so much for that. Um, I'm just going to go there. You had a quote on your website. Um, the screens <laughs> move quite quickly. So I had to watch it a few times, which is good. Mm -hmm. uh, but it says there are not many successes or failures in life. Many will say it's only the experience. And then you say, I see only gifts. And yes. I'm like, yes, I love that. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, People say, well, I want to be successful or I don't want to be a failure. I've already failed. And mm. they, there's a quote that comes through social media that says the master has failed more times than the beginner has ever began. And, and to some respect, that's true. But really, what is a success to one person might be a failure to another person. And what is a failure might be a success to another person. So success and failure is really based on the perspective of the person because what is behind it is their own influence to what denotes is it successful or not successful. So then I used to say that, you know, life is based on experience. And if you liked creating it, then keep doing it. And if you didn't like it, change it and do it again differently. But because of my own personal journey, what I realized was even though I may have repeated the things I liked and didn't do the things I didn't like, it was from the things I didn't like to have happen to me, all of those downturns that gave me a gift. There was a gift or a silver lining. This is like the silver lining of the silver lining, really, and the good things that came from it. Because if those downturns in my life did not happen, I would not have the basis for financially fit or the financially fit program, or to be able to help other people and to be of service to help the world be a better place because I didn't have those experiences. So it's a way to give gratitude towards that and to see that everything in your life, there is a gift only if you choose to embrace it as a gift. So that's how I wrote that quote. Yeah, I, I love it. Uh, gratitude, it's cyclical. Um, and then I noticed that uh, you, you love numerology and, and you have a yes. course on numerology. <laughs> uh, I have a very good friend who, who is a numerologist as well. And I've always loved numbers. So this is great. Um, mm -hmm. Did you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. It's an online course. It's recorded. You can do it at your own pace. There is a manual that goes with it that I did write. I did write the course and I pulled from a number of resources in my own intuition and what I know about numerology. But it's um, numbers are vibration and frequency. And that is what we talk about on a soul level. And it relates to money because everything is vibration and frequency. And if you can use and see number patterns, then you can use that for your benefit to even help you build a life of abundance and prosperity. And 
in understanding what your life path number is, your soul number, your outer personality, all of the different things we can calculate, what your energy would do if you combined it with another person's energy, with their numbers, you can do it together numerology. So you know who you are when you are with a, your partner or a child or, or um, a family member. It really kind of defines how you are vibrationally and we can enhance the things you want take away or replace the things that you don't like by shifting and changing that energy focus and really use that to move forward. And in Financially Fit, I talked briefly about numerology and how you can use that to remind yourself number patterns that I am abundant. I am worthy of money. I know what the energy of money is. I attract money easily and effortlessly. And that was one of the things I did. And so repeating number patterns, people say one, two, three, 12, 34. My favorite number was eight, 11. And when I looked it up, eight's the number of abundance, 11's a master number. It comes through my life in a lot of different ways. Things that I can't control, like my last child weighed eight pounds and 11 ounces. <laughs> How did that happen? Whoa. So, so it works. Um, and so I would use those things. I would see it in house numbers. I see it on the time. Sometimes my bill rings up at eight, 11. And um, so I use that every time to this day to remind myself of some of those little money affirmations that it just easily and effortlessly flows in. So numerology is a different way of looking at vibration and frequency to attract in what you want. Most definitely. And the more you notice, the more the universe notices and brings you more yes. energy. It's, it's cyclical and fours have always been my number. Um, but it's interesting you say 811 because 711 were both of my boys. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you can't find that one either. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, wow. No, that, that's amazing. I, uh, I'm so glad mm -hmm. you're sharing uh, the, the numerology as well. That's amazing. Um, and then I noticed, I mean, oh, gosh, that you do so many things, but you have a nonprofit. I do. Yes. Um, it's called the Healing Heart Foundation. There was a time in my life where I was going to quit the healing world and I wasn't going to move forward. I didn't even have, you know, at the time my coffee might have been, you know, a couple of dollars. I didn't even have that in change in, in my pocket to buy coffee. And I had met with a friend and she finally asked me enough questions. And I'm like, look, I can't even buy you a cup of coffee for meeting me down here kind of thing. And I'm going to quit and I'm going to go get a job and I'm thinking about applying here. And she looked at me and said, you are not doing that. I'm going to have you <laughs> teach a week long summer camp because I have a child who wants to learn about spirituality and other kids will come too. So here's a check for doing this. And you're going to do a week summer camp for these kids when school is out. So she prepaid me to do this, which gave me everything I needed to do. Wow. So she's been an incredible blessing in my life um, from that moment. And that was when I realized I wanted to put together a foundation because I've had other people help me from time to time. We've all had received help and I wanted a way to give back to others paying, you know, not backwards, but paying forwards. And I created the foundation to have that ability. So it's really my passion project for it as it is, uh, it's being finalized, but a portion of the proceeds from Financially Fit will also go to fund the foundation to keep paying it forward for other people, helping them fund their dreams, write their affluent story, and get moving on their path to purpose. I love that. That's amazing. 
that inspires me because I've been throwing that idea around as well. And I've always wanted a healing center, however that looks. Mm -hmm. not, we're not sure yet, but it's out there. So I appreciate you doing that because yeah, when you're in service for others, yeah. it, it, it again, cycles back. Absolutely. And then Absolutely. if you help one person, that one person will help who knows how many. Right, it's infinite. Mm. And then if one person's vibration raises, other people's vibration will relate, will raise from it. You can watch this at the grocery store. If you're at the checkout line, the clerk might be not so happy or maybe a little bit more disgruntled Sometimes that happens. Yeah. And if you just smile and offer them a different vibration, they will feel uplifted. They'll smile. You can be kind to them. And then they're like kind to like the next 20 people in line and they're happy and they're smiling. So one person can make a huge change that way. Yes. Just whatever you're putting out is, is a ripple. Absolutely. So keep, keep the ripple going. Like the, the wave of positivity, love, forgiveness, healing, all of that. It goes mm -hmm. a long way. And as even, you know, we're in 2021, it, it doesn't matter. Compassion, kindness, yes. it's all free. Mm -hmm. so. It is. You only <laughs> have to offer it and share it. That's right. <laughs> oh, wow. So um, I'm just, yeah, looking at some other things. You do, gosh, I, I didn't even mention, but you've uh, been seen on NBC and Fox and Yahoo, just to name a few. And I came across an article um, through uh, WFMZ TV News. It's online. Yes. And you were talking about three tips for staying calm during uncalm times. Yes. That was from November. But I yes. honestly, I think it applies at any time. Yes. And what that is, um, three tips for staying calm during uncalm times is everything in our outside world is competing for our time, money, and attention. And that's that 10% of your conscious awareness. So three things that you can do on the subconscious, that 90% to change your internal state, to stay more calm, more peaceful, less stress, less anxiety, less depression, is to use your senses. And by using your senses to trigger into those, you can stay in that state. So one of them, one of the tips was having the ability to use the sense of smell. And I think I talked about essential oils. You can use diffusers because it will keep you in that calmer, peaceful mm -hmm. state. Visualization was another one where you can see or put something that might remind you of a time of being on a relaxful vacation. And if you can't go outside, then bring the outside mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. um, because just by seeing it visually, it will stimulate you to go into that peaceful state as well. Yeah, no, those are great uh, tips. I just think of the, you know, all, all of our senses. Mm -hmm. So, um, and and it's funny you say 10% and, if, you know, just going out the act of, if you can go outside. Yes. If you can be in nature, mm -hmm. honestly, I feel that's the quickest way to accelerate Absolutely. anything that's, if you're in a big kerfuffle, you're yeah. uncuffled. <laughs> Absolutely. And this last year was so volatile for a lot of people, depending on where you were living in the world. And a lot of people were in lockdown. They were not allowed to go outside. So that was when you would bring the outside to come in, whether it was through a plant or, um, you know, might have been some shells you had from a vacation um, from the beach. Yep. 
anything nature-wise to come in. And nature uses natural colors, the blues and the greens, and those are naturally calming and soothing as well. Yes. No, those are, those are great tips. I really, really appreciate it. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share with us? Anything oh my showing up here that's like, I don't even know what to do. And I'm, I hear this a lot. What's my, what's my soul's purpose? What's my purpose? Right. That's another one I've been seeing thrown around a lot. Right. And that's a very good question because a lot of people do have that. And this whole last year has been such a transition. People are going, what is my purpose? What do I really want to be doing? And what I have done hasn't been working. There's a couple more questions that you could be asking yourself, though, is if what you are doing isn't working for you, what would you like to be doing? What feeds your heart on the inside? Because if you follow your heart, the spirit, the universal energy will start leading you. And then when that happens, start asking yourself, why do I want to do this? And when you start uncovering your why, what happens then is you can get in touch with what's going to give you the greatest fulfillment and the greatest purpose. I play a little game with myself from time to time. And I actually learned this from another person. Um, I learned it from Forbes Riley, really, is where I learned it. And she said, what do you want? So then you answer it. What do you want? Then you have to answer it again. And you keep doing that. What do you want? until you drill down until you get to you know the bottom of what it is that you want and i've been doing that kind of on a daily basis because i uncover new things about myself by doing that um and there's a lot of different ways that you can come up with answers but not just necessarily what do you want why do you want what you want and that's your subconscious 90 percent hidden part that will move you and propel you forward because that 90% is stronger than the 10% of the conscious reality. Wonderful, wonderful and beautifully said. Yeah, just having that quiet conversation with yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> That's wonders. It brings you back to the, the whole reason you're here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not, not to just, you know, have a, or go for a paycheck and, and just work somewhere and be miserable. Um, I, I understand that quite a bit. <laughs> uh, and I know there's quite a few that had corporate burnout as well. I've seen that. Mm -hmm. I, I had a guest on who is a corporate burnout coach. I mean, that was the reality um, pre-2020. Yeah. Um, but now it's a little more of a, a heart, um, what's the word, um, heaviness, mm -hmm. you know, exhaustion. You hear that one quite a bit. Just tired of everything, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I feel we're very resilient uh, and, and we know what to do. We just have to go and do it. Absolutely. And I think that's where we get that alignment between our masculine and our feminine energy because the masculine energy is about doing the feminine energy is about being. And when you, un and so, you know, the, what you're doing is masculine energy. Why you're doing it is the feminine energy. Yes. And it uses both parts and you need both in order to have that instant creation. Definitely, wow. Well, this has been amazing. I, I feel like I could talk to you forever. <laughs> and I've left links to, to get a hold of you as well as your website. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Um, 
you know, financially fit. It's in pre-sales. It's coming out February 1st. You can find that on amazon.com. So a lot of the things we talked about today, it's in the book. Financially there you go. Fit. So. There you go, guys. Go, go read it. <laughs> <laughs> go, go pre, you know, make sure you get a copy of that before anybody else, if anything, right? Just support, um, you know, someone's work. And, and Donna's doing beautiful work and we really appreciate her. So thank you so much for being here. Uh, I love you guys. Um, happy 2021. Let us know what you're doing with your year or maybe, you know, if you need help planning that, feel free to reach out. We're here to help as well. And I just want to let you guys know I have an upcoming workshop. Um, it's 2021 Dream Vision Map. So January 9th, Saturday, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Comment Dream if you'd like to sign up. I'll leave the link below as well. It is free. So I, I've got quite a few ladies uh, are ready to go and we're co-creating this together. So I'm not just gonna say, here's some stuff and see you later. We're actually <laughs> gonna be doing it. <laughs> um, and I'm merely just your guide. So thank you so much again, Donna, for your thank time. You. And uh, please remember guys, healing begins where your ego ends. Take care. <laughs>